we're gonna look at these games here. You know, our, you know, our, you know, you know the drill every Sunday. Like I said, there's only one. Unfortunately, we only got one unanimous pick, and that's the Rams over the 49ers. Yeah. Just the Ram, and and that's a good, and that's a safe one. This week, I I don't expect the Forty ers to have that great game like they did last week against Green Bay. I mean, this Rams team is is going to go rough shot over this division, so I don't I don't see the Forty ers giving that much of an effort against the Rams today. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a blowout, I'm sure. All right, so now we're going to start. We're going to start the dance and our first matchup. Indianapolis hosting Buffalo. Both Buffalo. Well, um, Buffalo, they look like, last week they looked like they were going to pull up the upset in Houston. Obviously, we saw um, when they in that in the middle of the a drive that they had going, Josh Allen got injured his elbow. Um, your boy, Nate Peterman, came in. He beat Actually, uh, he actually landed and finished that drive off, that first drive off with a field goal, and then he threw a touchdown pass. Looked like Buffalo would end up with getting the win. And then, uh, then Peterman fell apart again. So, they, um, they're at least playing tough. They're playing teams tough. This week, it's looking like, uh, Derek Anderson's gonna be starting at quarterback. That's not, that's not gonna, that's not good. But they do have a tough defense. On the other side, the Falcons' defense is, or yeah, the Falcons, the Colts' defense is horrible. Um, offensively, well, I mean, they're not horrible, they're not good. And um, offensively, they got Andrew Luck, doesn't really have much of an arm in terms of arm strength right now. And um, T.Y. Hilton. That's pretty much all their offense is, though. They don't really have much else. Their offensive line still isn't good. So, I'm looking at this game. I think it's going to be a, a low-scoring game. I think the Bills D keeps up. Uh, keeps luck in check. And if they have nothing else, they're, they're going to have a tough time scoring points. I think the Bills would have had a tough time scoring points regardless of who the quarterback is. But Derek Anderson is um, no, he's not good. So, it's going to be a tight, low-scoring game. I think it's going to come down to turnovers. And I think um, I think so, somehow the Bills' defense gets a turnover late in the game, sets up the game-winning field goal. So, I'm going, to, I'm going to actually take the Bills in this one with a final score of 12-10. to 10. Damn, you, you got only 12-10? to 10? Yeah, I mean Indianapolis. Like I said, they're not going anywhere. You know, they're they're just searching, but they're better than scoring ten points. I mean, you got Andrew Luck out there, man. Yeah, but they don't have much else, man. And um, and when you look at and I think the Bills D is gonna come up, come out fired up. I think they're uh, they know that they're gonna have to play out of their minds to get a win with Derek Anderson at quarterback. So. Well, I hate to do this to you, but I I totally disagree with your with your assessment on this game. The Buffalo Bills have Derek Anderson. That just tells you that they can't they don't trust Nathan Pierman to play in a backyard. So, and now they're bringing back Derek Anderson, who should be retired, and we'll see what happens. I mean, he's a former Pro Bowl for the Browns of all teams, but I mean, but this matchup should be this should be the first. Comfortable game for the Indianapolis Colts all season. This should be their first. They're at home. Andrew Luck is playing really is playing pretty decent. I think that they should take care of Buffalo pretty easily today. I think this is a game where Indianapolis they they kind of show up here and the and the Bills just I don't know what they're gonna do because if Derek Anderson gets picked off, that's it. He has zero confidence. He's shown that year after year. In the teams he's been on, so I got the Colts winning this game pretty easily, and the final score is um twenty-seven thirteen. Okay, Tampa Bay will be hosting the Cleveland Browns. 
Yeah, they fired Mike Smith. Yeah, yeah, they fired him. So we'll see if that helps. I don't think it will. I just don't think they have enough talent. And um, the, the Browns just traded um, Carlos Hyde the other day. Which I don't know what that means, you know. I don't know what that means at all. Well, what it means is the guy that I've been saying all along is a way better running back is, is Nick Chubb, who I thought who I was high on going into the draft, even for the Eagles. Um, that means he's going to get his, his opportunity, and I think he's a, I think he's going to play well. He's going to, he's, he's a good player. Um, but I think this game, you're going to, we're going to see uh, Baker Mayfield's going to have a huge one. I think he's throwing for 353 touchdowns. Um, and defensively, I think the Browns' defense is—they're—they're not—they're not—they're not bad. They're not great. Um, they, they got a good pass rush. They can probably—they could still use some secondary help. But I think their their defense is good enough. They're going to get after Jameis Winston, and the Bucks have no no matchup. Not much for a running game, so. They're going to be after Jameis Winston, and they're going to keep him in check. And that Bucks offense isn't going to do a whole lot. So I think I think the Browns win fairly comfortably here. And I'm going to almost steal the score you just had. I'm going to say 27-16. Hmm. Like I said, I mean, you know, Cleveland, they coming off a really tough game against the Chargers last week at home. Like I said, Tampa Bay's got the worst defense. I don't even know how the hell we didn't we didn't win down there. Mike Smith is gone. That's two head coaches that lost coordinator jobs this week. Him and Mike McCoy, who actually led their teams to the playoffs in the in, in their as head coaches. So I just told you if they can't cut it as coordinators, they'll never get another head coaching job. But really, I mean Jameis Winston is back. He played decent last week. In Atlanta, but when you play down there, you're going to have to score points in that building. Obviously, when you play down at, at that Atlanta building, you know you got you're going to play. You got to score some points. I mean, the Browns are a decent team, and you know last week was like I said, it was a rough week. But I, but I think it's going to be tough again because Baker Mayfield does make a lot of mistakes. He is a rookie, obviously, so he's going to make a lot of mistakes. And I think this is a game where the Tampa defense doesn't have to really sweat too much. Baker's going to make a few mistakes. I, I once again disagree with you on the score. Tampa Bay, I think, is the, will play decent. They're, they're, they're better at home anyway. And I think they'll find a way to win this game. It should be a battle, but I got Tampa Bay winning and the final score 30-23. to All right. Minnesota hosting uh, Minnesota on the road, a big a big game at the Jets. What was that? Minnesota at New York with the Jets. Oh yeah, yeah. None of them currently have a winning record. Okay, last year they beat the Rams in LA and the Seahawks in Seattle. Then we were decimated. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Thielen's pop, yeah, Thielen is good for 100 yards reception every game. That's pretty good. Yeah. 
watched them the last two weeks. They do play pretty well at home. This is their third straight home game. And Minnesota has not done as well on the road as you would think. I mean, you know, Kirk Cousins obviously, you know, he has a lot of growing pains to be that that, that starter that they that they want out of Minnesota. And as we and as we as I pr- tell you this game Phillip Rivers just threw another big bomb for a touchdown. Oh yeah, to who? Uh, guy in eighty-one. I don't know. I don't know his name, but he's in number eighty-one. Mike Williams. Uh, Mike Williams. Yeah. Okay. All right. Going back. Okay, back to this game. You know the Jets. Obviously, you know. You know they're playing pretty well at home. Sam Darnold. You know, like I said, it should be an interesting matchup. But I think, you know, Minnesota's experience will do do them a little better here. I disagree with you on the score. I think Minnesota will win, but it will not be a blowout. This will be a tough battle for Minnesota because the Jets do play much better at home anyway. They're, they've become a very tough home team. And Sam Darnold is tough to, you know, he gets better every week. So I got Minnesota winning and the final score 32-27. to 27. The thing I like most what was that? What's that, Mom? 32 to 27. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Miami. Miami hosting uh, the Detroit Lions. Coming off of a bye. Okay, Miami, Detroit. I found my car on you. So if that wasn't yeah, enough, um, and your insurance won't Chance of winning, and if it's a close game going into the fourth quarter, 
because these guys are going to start cramping up and getting tired for, for Detroit. But I think Detroit gets out to a big lead early, and Miami makes a run late, but it's not going to be quite enough. So I'm going to say Detroit ends up winning this game with a final score. 31-27. You got Detroit. Yeah. Like I said, Miami is not letting New England blowing them out a couple weeks ago affect their affect them, you know. And then they lost to, to Cincinnati, but then they beat the Chicago Bears defense and Khalil Mack. And that's a big, big, that, that's a big statement win for that team because, you know, that Bears team, you know, right now has been play, running rough shot. And they were able to beat the Bears on, and they were able to beat the Bears on last week. And Brock Osweiler is back as the quarterback. He has no pressure, and that's what makes him dangerous. You know, you don't expect him to do anything. And obviously, he's coming out here, and he's having big, and he's having big games. And he brought Miami back in a game where the Bears could have could have taken care of them in the third quarter, and they came all the way back, went to overtime, played a. Playing inspiring overtime that was nuts, and King and Drake almost fumbled fumbled a winning touchdown, and nearly got shit for it. But then they came back. The Bears losing in there. I mean, Detroit coming off of a bye. You know, they don't play well on the road this year. They're a much better team at home. You know, outside of that Jets game. But I mean, you know, I think Stafford's going to have a tough day. I think that. You know, they're going to throw the, you know, they're going to try to throw the ball, try to use the run. LeGarrette Blunt obviously has not been able to run the ball at all for Detroit. And I don't think he's going to do much in this game. I don't think you're going to be able to run the ball, ball at all. And I think Miami's defense will do what they have to do to, to give trouble for, for Stafford and company. I got Miami winning, and I'll be honest with you, could be good enough to regain the lead in the AFC East. And the foul score and the foul score 32 to 23. All right, a big AFC, a big AFC South matchup. Winner probably with Tennessee struggling right now and Mariota just got sacked by Melvin Ingram. It could be for the lead, most likely for the lead in the AFC South, Texans at Jacksonville. Yeah, well, um, well, like we said before, Jacksonville just traded for Carlos Hyde. That's, um, in my opinion, to give up a draft pick for, for, for like a fifth-round pick for Hyde. It's not this round pick isn't a lot, but it, it also it's enough to tell me that I, that it seems like the Jaguars are skeptical of how long um, Leonard Fournette's going to be out. So, because if, he, if he's only going to be out out for a week or two max, they're probably not giving up a, a draft pick for Carlos Hyde because T.J. Yeldon has to be back. So we'll see about that. But obviously, Hyde just joined the team a couple of days ago. I don't see how he's going to be heavily involved in the game plan. They may have a few uh, designated plays for him. But it's, it's, uh, this is a game where he's probably not going to get a lot of carries. So it's still going to be a TJ Yeldon game as far as I, the way I see it. Okay. And from there... It's uh, with Blake Bortles. You never know what you're going to get with him. He could have a. He could come out and he could play like a first round pick, or he could come out and he could play like a bust. You never. Who knows? Last week he looked really bad. Looked really bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's always a guessing game with that guy. Um, but they do have the defense still, so. Then on the other side, Houston, they didn't look good last week. They put against the Bills. Um, Sean Watson really hasn't looked anywhere near what he was last year. It seemed teams are uh, teams seem to have 
got the tape on him and are playing him differently, and he hasn't been able to respond yet. So he's going to have to start making some adjustments to his game and, and get his act together. And um, so looking at this game, I, 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 I think uh, the way Watson's been playing this year, going up against the, and now going up against the Jags in Jacksonville, um, I think he's going to have another tough game. And on, and I think um, I think Blake Bortles has a bit of a rebound. They'll do enough to get them get them some points against Houston. And I think um, I think Jacksonville wins this game. I'm going to say the final score here is going to be 21 to 16. As we were talk, as you were talking, tennis Derrick Henry just scored a touchdown. So it's now thirteen. Oh, really? this, it's thirteen seventeen Chargers. Yes. That guy, man. Yeah, yeah. Derrick Henry just scored a touchdown for Tennessee. So it's now seventeen thirteen at the moment. So early in the third quarter, but all right. What's your score again for t- for for the game, Jacksonville and Houston? I said twenty one sixteen. All right. Like I said, these are two struggling teams. Now, Houston has won their last three, but they have not been comfortable wins. And Jacksonville got their ass whipped, literally, to the Dallas Cowboys that looked like the mid-90s Cowboys than the Cowboys that we've seen this year, which is kind of about almost garbage offensively. Though their defense is decent, but we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that matchup with Washington coming up, but... Obviously, Jacksonville needs to rebound because that was a horrible loss, and that and that and that's not indicative of who they are. You know, I'm sure they'll bounce back today against the other Texas Texas State team, and obviously Houston's a football team that you know they're still trying to figure out who they are. Of course, last you know it's not been easy for Deshaun Watson. They haven't had a good game. Like I said, they haven't had a comfortable game all all year. And this matchup doesn't look really much like it's gonna it's gonna be a low scoring game. I, I kind of agree with you on that. I think it's gonna be a defensive battle. I think Jalen Ramsey comes back. He even gets a pick he may even get a pick six in this game. But I but I agree with you here. Jacksonville will bounce back here. They won't they won't look as terrible as last week. Obviously Houston's a team that's still sleepwalking and still trying to figure out where they're where they're at. It's going to be a defensive game. It's going to be a low-scoring game. And the final score, Jacksonville 23, Houston 20. Now, here's a matchup that might surprise you. We're about to, you know, Chicago hosting New England. And no no Rob Gronkowski today. No Rob Gronkowski today. But... New England goes to Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, the Gronk's out this week, so that's obviously going to hurt, but at the same time, Patriots still have some receivers. You know, they got Wes Welker. Or, yeah, what did I just say? Wes Welker. <laughs> I should call him up. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what I'm thinking there. They got uh, Julian Edelman. Um, um, Josh Gordon has made, made some plays for him. So, I mean, they, they got some players. And just Mr. Mr. Uh, dump down there, um, James White guy, gets eight receptions a game just on check downs. So, I mean, I think, I think they're going to be able to move that ball anyway. I think um, you're going to see a lot of Sony Michelle running the ball. I think he's going to go for 100 yards. Chicago, um, they just they, they lost to Miami last week, so you know they're going to be they're going to be fired up. They're going to want to come out and, especially considering they're going against the Patriots, you know it's a big test for them. But I think they're going to their defense is going to have a tough time against Brady and that offense overall, and a guy like. Um, Mitch Trubisky, um, you know, Belichick's the kind of guy that can really put together a game, but defensive game plan is beast on him. So I think uh, 
I think this is going to be a tough one for the Bears. I don't see them being able to really go and um, come out here and really take on the Patriots, even without Gronk. So I think uh, I think the Patriots win this one. I'm going to get, make it a final score, 34-20. I'm going to tell you something that will shock you. We're seven. We're this is the seventh week of the season. Brady and Belichick do not have a road win yet. I'm being. I'm. I'm. I'm serious. This is the seventh week of the season, and they have not won away from home. And now they're going to Chicago, a tough environment for them. Though in the past. Though in the past they have success there, even though they've only Brady's only been there twice because of you know the rules and the NFC rule, you know all that. But yeah, this is this is going to be an interesting matchup because, like I said, for some reason Brady has not looked good on the road. In fact, their two road games that they played this year were dreadful, absolutely dreadful. And now you don't have Gronk to open up the field. So it's going to be tough for Brady to pass the ball today. It's going to be really tough. That Chicago defense plays lights out at home. They play lights out at that at Soldier Field. Like I said, it, it, this is going to be a tough test for both teams, especially for, I think, for the Bears defense because Khalil Mack does have an ankle injury. So, he's going to have, so he may be limited today. He may not be as aggressive. He may not be as aggressive as he normally is. But you gotta look at. But you also gotta look at the fact that you know it's gonna be interesting to see if Trubisky can handle that pass rush that New England has. Even though their defense isn't that great, it'll be interesting to see. It's gonna be able to see what happens there. It's it's gonna be a battle. I think it's gonna be a really good battle between these two these two teams. And like I said, the bat obviously New England's gonna have it tough to me because they haven't been so good on the road this year. I feel like at the end of the day, it's going to come down to the last few plays of that. It's going to come down to the last few plays. And I think at the end of the day, you know, I'm looking at an upset. But I think that, you know, we get to this point of the year, Brady and Belichick doesn't look, they don't look like they make many mistakes and they normally don't. I agree with you. They will. They will somehow escape with the victory in a in a tough in a tough environment in a tough battle. I I see New England escaping with the victory, and the final score, twenty seven twenty four. But it won't be easy. This won't be. This will be a battle. Trust me. This this is going to be a battle today. These these two, you know, it's going to be a battle today. Our all right, the Saints coming off of a bye. Like I said, Drew Brees trying to join Brett Favre and Peyton Manning as the only two quarterbacks in NFL history to beat every franchise in the league. He has never beaten the Baltimore Ravens. He's the only, he's the only team he has never beaten as a starting quarterback. Also, he's one touchdown away from number 500. So go ahead. All right, man. So yeah, um, um, hold on, my phone's uh, doing something weird here. Sorry, man. I don't know what's up with my phone lately. You, you, you can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you well, man. All right. Compared uh, to Wednesday, it's be- it's better. You're better off. What's that? Compared to when we talked on Wednesday, you're better off. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, just, I don't know, man. It's uh, phone. I dropped it. It's all cracked up now. So oh, it's shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so any, anyway, the um, Saints are going into Baltimore here. It's going to be a tough environment for them to play in. Obviously, they play much better indoors than they do outdoors. Um. I don't. I haven't heard anything about the weather forecast for there. It's so. it's going to be nice and chilly today. About low fifties, and a, there's going to be a breeze. It's going to be a nice day, though. Oh, okay, okay, not bad then. So, 
I mean, I guess the weather's not too bad for him, but this is a game where I think um, I think you're going to see the Saints come out and try to run the ball a lot with uh, with Kamara and um, Mark Ingram. So that's uh, I think that's what you're going to be looking at there. I think if they're going to win, that you're going to need a big game out of their running game. Um, at the same time, the Ravens' run D is pretty is pretty tough. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a matchup there to watch. But in this, I'm looking at that, and I think um, I mean the Ra- the Ravens have one of the top run defenses in the league. So I do think that they're gonna keep that um, Kamara and Ingram in, in control. I think Breeze is not gonna have a big game. Um, he typically doesn't play as well outdoors. Obviously, that team is more built for being indoors. But, um, but so yeah, I think uh, Breeze is going to have a little bit of a, a tougher time there. And then on, on the Ravens side, I, man, I, I, mean, I mean, I don't like the Ravens offense, really. I don't think they have much there. But John Brown is a guy that makes seems to make one big play a week. So I think he's going to, sometimes more than one, maybe two even. I think this week he's going to have a big player too also. And from there, I think Flacco isn't going to be great, but he'll move, they'll move the ball somewhat. The, the Saints defense hasn't been very good this year, so I do think that they'll be able to get, a, get some points on the board. And in the end, I think the Ravens end up with the with the win here. So I'm going to say the final score here is um, I'm going to go with 26-23. Wait, which team? Uh, Baltimore. Well, like I said, Drew Brees looking at history today in two in two ways. Join join the four the 500 touchdown club with Brady and Farb and Peyton. And obviously, trying to join Peyton and, and Farb as the only two, as the only three quarterbacks to beat every team in the National Football League. And uh, I think Brady's on that list too. No, Brady's now on the list because he he's still a Patriot. He never went to another team. But really, this matchup is interesting. You know, like I said, the Saints don't travel well on the road. You're right about that. I mean, it's going to be chilly out there. It's going to be windy, you know, and it's just a late start. You know, obviously Baltimore coming off a big game last week against the, the team I'm watching as we speak, the Tennessee Titans, 11 sacks. Did you, you know, Mariota had a terrible game against that defense. And it's going to be a tough, it's going to be a tough sledding for, for, for Breeze today as well. And I feel like you know Baltimore's defense is going to be a big. It's going to be a big. It's going to be a big battle. You know. You know. I don't think they're going to get to to Breeze eleven times, and I think Breeze will have some opportunities to score touchdowns. You know, with Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara, they're going to try to run the ball. That's what their goal is. They're not going to really pass. They're going to try to run it, and they may find modern success with that. Yeah, I know you're not in love with Baltimore's offense. I know I you know, like I said, this offense, you know, like I said, Flacco's getting old. He looks old. But obviously Alex Collins does run the ball very well. Buck Allen is good good catching from the backfield, so he should have a big game from scrimmage. And I think that, you know, I agree with you. I think Baltimore finds a way to you know hold on the late charge uh, late Saints rally. And I got the the Ravens winning this game in a in a game that you're gonna have to score a little bit. And I have the final score thirty to twenty three. All right, we're going we're going to skip the last the the late the the other half game because that's a big that's a big matchup. We're gonna go to the Monday night game. Obviously, this would I would. Would have used this as a as a unanimous pick, but since it's a Monday night game, so everybody has to watch it. Football enthusiastic, Falcons hosting the Giants. 
Yeah, man, this is two uh, two teams that are in bad shape right now. Um, I, both teams are, I mean, really, both teams are out of the playoffs already, it seems. But whoever, if they lose, whoever team loses this, is completely finished. But I don't see either team even with much any chance, really. But just looking at it uh, real quick, um, Freeman, he's on IR now. The, the Tevin Coleman and Edo Smith show. I think it should be more Tevin Coleman, but and I think it's, it's, I think he'll have a good game. Um, I think you're going to see Matt Ryan. He'll put up good numbers against that Giants defense. And on the other side, Eli Manning looks completely finished, so it's all on uh, Saquon Barkley. I think Saquon will rush for 100 yards, but that's not going to be enough in this game. Um, Falcons, Falcons win this final score 30-20. Uh, like I said, last week was kind of shocking to see the Eagles be up, be up the Giants the way they did. You had to be surprised too. You know, you thought it would be a closer and tougher game than it than it was. But obviously, this Giants team—I don't know what the hell's going on right now. You know, I don't know what I don't know what the hell's going on with them. Obviously, Eli looks lost and dead, and and Odell's like bitching every time he doesn't get the ball or doesn't get anything. And like I said, I mean, Atlanta's not doing very well. Their defense is bad. They just lost Devontae Freeman, you know. But remember, remember, he still has all of his receivers. He still has Julio Jones. He has Mohamed Sanu. And Calvin Ridley has obviously become, like I thought, a very good receiver. That's three of the best receivers in this game. And he will get to them early and often throughout this game. And I don't think... The Giants' G defense will be ready for the, for that passing attack. One thing is for sure: in this building, we've learned in this building when you play the Falcons in in their home, you're going to have to score points. And I don't think the Giants have enough manpower to hang with with uh, with Matt Ryan and company. So I think the Falcons win this game pretty easily. I don't think it's going to be that close. You think it's going to be closer than than you thought? I don't think so. I think the Falcons win pretty easily, and the final score, thirty-eight to seventeen. All right, tonight the Sunday night game, the Chiefs hosting the Bengals. Hey, I was just uh. Looking, man. Um, oh, never mind. I see. Never mind. My phone was. I, I was. I. We. We just did it. Don't. Don't worry. Um, yeah. So the Chiefs Bengals. Um, the Bengals have been surprising this year. At four and two, they've actually looked really good. They could. Have, they were looking like they're a, a legit playoff team this year. The Chiefs are off to a hot, hot start. Obviously. Um, they got their first loss of the year last week against the Patriots. weren't quite weren't quite able to pull that out in a in a shootout against Tom Brady. Um, this week, they're not, it's uh, they don't have quite they don't have as tough a task in terms of their defense uh, going up against an all-time great quarterback. So, but um, one one thing to note about the Bengals defense. Is for as good as the Bengals have been this year, their defense is only ranked 29th in the NFL. That's so, not good. That's not good. Yeah. And you're facing and you're facing Mahomes. Oh, yeah. uh oh. Yeah. So I mean, this game, the Chiefs' defense isn't good either, and the, the Bengals' offense has really been good. Um, looks like uh, John Ross might be back this week too. So that that'll help them out. So I, I mean, looking at this game, I think it's going to be a shootout here again, just like they had the Chiefs had last week. It's going to be a high-scoring one. It's going to be uh, it's going to come down to um, quite possibly who has the ball last. But 
like, like I said, with the Bengals' defense oh, as not not being good at all this year, um, I think I think they're gonna have a tough time stopping Mahomes. So I, I'm, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna pick the Chiefs here, even though every time I pick against the Bengals team this year, like, they end up winning. But I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. And I'm going to say the final score here will be 41-38. Well, like I said, obviously when you go against the Bengals, they've won. But you're going to be safe with that with that idea this this time because the Chiefs right now. When I look at when I look at the Chiefs right now, when I look at the Chiefs right now, they're the best team in the AFC. Even even though they lost to New England. Even though that's tough, Brady and Belichick, they still have a game up on them, and they're they're the leaders of the conference right now. And I guarantee if Brady and Belichick played in Kansas City, they would have not won that game last week. It wouldn't even been close. So I'll look at it like this. The Bengals have no chance in hell tonight. I'm sorry. I mean they're 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 off to a solid start. They look like a team that could make the playoffs. They look like a team that could win the division too, but they blew it last week, and they blew that all. And every and every time they play, they play a big game. They don't come up. They come up short in the Dalton in the Andy Dalton era. Obviously, you can't beat the Steelers at home, no matter how hard you try. And obviously, you're playing one of the highest teams in the league with the highest quarterback in the game, and and Patrick Mahomes. I think this is this looks like a shootout. But this is not going to be good or comfortable for for Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's going to have their hands full tonight. And I like Kansas City big in this game. And the final score, I'm going to go like yours, 41-27. Yeah. But it won't be cl- but but it'll be much, cl- you know, it'll be much more of a blowout. That 27 comes late for Cincinnati. Okay, I know you don't want to talk about this game very much because we'll be talking about it coming up next, but NFC East lead on the line. NFC East lead is on the line. It's a classic robbery. You know what I'm talking about. Dallas, Washington. (laughs) Yeah, well, um... One little, one little sort of stat to note here is um, the Cowboys have won eight of the last ten games against the Redskins, and um, they've won the last five in Washington. So correct. In recent history, they've been having some a lot of success there. But in this one, this is a different year, different teams, and even though Dallas went out and. Um, and dominated last week. I think we go back to the same old Cowboys here, where Zach goes back to being below average. Um, that offensive line is just uh, just average, you know. Um, the defense has actually been playing well this year, though. So that's one thing, one positive for them. And then for the Redskins, I mean, we know what they are. They're they're an okay team. They're three and two now. I don't. Again, I don't. I, I've been saying all year they'll probably be right around eight and eight. So, I mean, I still say that Alex Smith is is just the game manager. Same 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 story. They're, they're not. They're an unexciting team, in my opinion. Um, but in this one. Like I said, I think the Cowboys' offense is going to have a tough time. Their defense is going to have to carry them. I don't think their defense is going to be able to totally carry them. Um, Alex Smith is going to do his kick and dunk shit up and down the field. And I think the Redskins uh, hold on to first place. So I'm going to say the final score here is 20-14. So you're going Washington. Wow. Like I said, the last five games in Washington, Dallas has won. Dallas has won eight of their last ten against Washington. 
And they're coming off a monster victory against Jacksonville. A monster victory. So, a defense that's going to keep them around. That's the thing, that's the thing that we, we, we have to be careful. Dallas got a decent defense. They're going to stay around. They're going to be sticking around for a while. I don't like this matchup a little bit. And I think for Washington, as conservative as they've been, the last two home wins against Aaron Rodgers and Cam Newton, that's pretty good. Yeah. But this is Dallas. This is their division rival. And 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 obviously over the last couple of years they've had their struggles. Like I said, I think it's gonna be like I said, I believe I, I also agree with you. Also, this is a CBS game. This is not a Fox game. CBS at this is a CBS game. So I'm just letting you know. Letting you know when you turn on Fox later and watch this game, it's not on Fox, it's on CBS. Yeah. But anyway, but anyway, I believe that this is going to be a battle. It's going to be a struggle for both teams. But I think at the end, the instincts of the Cowboys, and I and I hate to do this, man. I don't like doing this. I don't like doing this. But I think Dallas finds a way to pull this off. I think they pull this off somehow. I think late in the game... They'll find a way to score a late touchdown. Dak Prescott or Zeke, somebody gets open. Maybe Alan Hearns finally scores something. And I got doubt, you know, Tavon Austin. I think this is the Tavon Austin game. You know, you forgot about little Tavon Austin. <laughs> I got Dallas sadly winning this game. And the final score, 24-20. Okay, our last game we will talk about. We barely talked about this matchup. And I'm sure you'll give me a lot to, to food for thought here. Cam Newton goes to the link. Not always easy, you know. But obviously a matchup, you know, a desperate team. Two teams that obviously want to stay in the playoff race, in the division races. Carolina, Philadelphia, go ahead. Yeah, man, this is a big game for the for the um, for the playoffs race down the line. Um, when it comes to tiebreakers, obviously both teams aren't off to their greatest start ever, but they're both talented teams that'll probably be in in that race until up until the end. So now, obviously, the Eagles last week they. They, they came out against the, the horrible Giants team, but nonetheless, they came out and they actually played like the team that we saw last year with their confidence and the intensity. So hopefully they keep that going this week. Um, one thing that they have that isn't good, they've, they got a good pass rush. They're getting a lot of pressures. They're leading the league in pressures, but... They're not getting a lot of turnovers. They only have four interceptions in games this year. So that, the Eagles have to, to get better with that. Um, Panthers, meanwhile, they obviously, we, we saw them last year. Eagles, and the Eagles beat them in a close battle. Um, this year, Panthers so far are 0-2 on the road. So we'll see if they can, what they can do on, in, in Philly. Eagles obviously play a lot better. Um, so hold on just a second. Now, I was just looking at something, something weird in my apartment. Um, anyway, the Eagles play a lot better at home, especially on that with that defense. Um, where was I at now? Yeah. So I look at this. I, I see this game. I think uh, I think uh, Lentz is going to have a good performance. I think that D is not going to dominate, but they're going to play well. They're going to have to try to keep Cam in the pocket, which I think they'll do a decent job of doing. 
Mm-hmm. I think it'll be a close game, but I, I, I'm going to pick the Eagles here to win this with a final score of 30 to 24. Well, like I said, I mean, this should be a, a critical matchup for both teams. Both teams know they need this win desperately. Last week, Carolina struggled in Washington. And, you know, Cam Newton and them, you know, their their offense is built on the running, on the running game. The Eagles have one of the best run defenses in the league. So I don't know how they're going to be able to execute that today. When I think about what Cam Newton is capable of doing, I think it's pretty much he's got his his share of struggles. He's had, in his last two meetings with the Eagles, he has multiple interception games. Multiple interception games. So, this is not going to be an easy matchup for, it's not going to be an easy matchup for Carolina, for Cam Newton, for, you know, for uh, Christian McCafferty, Derek Funches. They're going to have their, they're going to have their hands full. Carson Wentz is looking better and better. He looked he looked very good last week at times. He threw three touchdowns last week. Alshon Jeffrey is healthy. He looks like like the elite receiver that we have. Obviously, the run game is what it is. We st- we still lack there, but Smallwood has run the ball very well, and Clement did a very good job last week. And when Corey Clement and normally when Corey Clement gets the ball and does well with it, the Eagles look very, very good offensively. I think this is going to be a very tough matchup for Carolina. It's going to be a tough game. It's not Carolina's a very tough matchup. But I think the Eagles will win. I think the Eagles will win not really comfortably, but they'll they'll find a way to to sneak it out here. And the foul score 27-20. Twenty-seven twenty. So, yeah, that's all we have. Like I said, like I said, I'm just ending this podcast here. You know, uh, that's what we have this week, folks. That's what we have this week yeah, for for the for the game. <laughs>